Hello, we're back again, and we want to again wish you a Merry Christmas. We're talking about the greatest gift given to mankind, and it's, of course, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God, also the Son of Mary. Um, and so a lot of you may be wondering, okay, Jesus was born, okay, and uh, we don't hear much about his childhood, but we do hear some things about his childhood. Um, it wasn't easy. No, it wasn't. Because um, we're going to go to Matthew chapter 2. If you got your Bibles, turn to Matthew chapter 2. You're probably still, you're still in there, um, uh, the book of Matthew, uh, anticipating where I was going to go next. So it says here in, in chapter 2, Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, now, Judea, that's Judah, and that's one of the 12 tribes of Israel. And that's the same tribe from which David came. And David was the first legal king of the Jews and the first biological king of the Jews. And he was from the tribe of Judah. Now, understand this. It says this. He was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king. Now, understand this. Israel was under the thumb of the Roman government at this time. And Herod was the quote unquote king in Israel at that time. And, and there was no vote, no no yeah. vote. There was no scriptural reason he should have been there, except, except God had a purpose for him. So here they, here he was, uh, a, a um, uh, one of the members of the of the Roman government, and he was appointed. It says, in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem. What? From where? From the east. Oh. Why all that way? Well, I, I, we might we might see just a minute. Oh, okay. Okay. But I'll just tell you, I'm I'm not sure. I'll be honest with you because we're not told exactly why. But you have an opinion. I do. And I'll let you I'll let you do it. Well, you, well, well, we're there. You go ahead and do it. Well, I think these magi. First of all, you have to understand where the term Magi originated, and it originated in the Babylonian Empire. That's right. And it, it was something that, it was a term that re, uh, referred to uh, the, the wise men or the, uh, the fortune tellers, the magicians, and so forth Absolutely. of the Babylonian Empire. Sure. Those that practiced magic. Yeah. Uh, now, if you look at the history in, in Daniel, uh, when the Jews were taken captive by the Babylonians <laughs> under King Nebuchadnezzar, yeah. uh, Daniel eventually came to be in charge of that very group of people. King Nebuchadnezzar placed him as the captain, the head honcho over all of the wise men. All of, of the wise men. That's right. And what do you think Daniel did? Pardon me. Do you think he adopted their practices and customs? 
Absolutely not. That's what right. he did was he taught them what the Old Testament prophets <laughs> were saying about Christ. Yeah. And he's the one that alerted them there's going to be signs in the heavens. And, there's uh, going to be a savior born. Oh to, and and here's here's how it's going to happen oh. and and you'll know by this this and this and this and this was esoteric knowledge to these guys. Sure. And they kept it. They believed it. Yep. And they practiced it. And so here they come. Well, these are Babylonian Christians. Yeah. That's what they were. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. They were Gentiles. Yeah, they were. Coming from an evil <laughs> empire <laughs> to worship <laughs> the king of the Jews. Imagine that, yeah. folks. By the way, read, read about the book of Daniel. Curtis is, exa is exactly oh, right. He's nailed it. Daniel taught these guys. Sure. That, well, or, or Daniel's descendants. I think Daniel had to teach, well, he had to do the original teaching. Okay. Yeah. And that was about 700 or 800 years prior to the birth of Christ. Yeah. And so, and so these, <laughs> these people had a knowledge of Isaiah chapter 7, oh, yeah. verse 14. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. And they had heard these things. And it says, there came wise men from from the east to Jerusalem, saying, where is he that is born king of the Jews? Whoa. You talk about believers. Yeah. For we have seen his star in the east. Ah, signs in the heavens. Wow, the Daniel. Jews require a sign. Daniel told them. That's right. And they are, we are come to worship him. Wow. Oh, did that tick Herod off. He was not too pleased. He was not happy. Because look at verse 3 of chapter 2 in Matthew. When Herod, the, when Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled. And all Jerusalem with him. Remember, Jesus was born in Bethlehem. And then it says, And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he, the Jews at that time were hyper-legalists, yeah. he demanded of them where Christ should be born. Where is he? And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet. And so, and, said, and it says in verse 6, And thou, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, art thou not the least among the princes of Judah? For out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. Micah 5, 2. Micah chapter 5 is where you'll find that. Excuse me. Okay. And, and, and then Herod, now listen to this. Jesus is, can I, I, I don't want to be disrespectful, but when Jesus was just a kid, in fact, still almost a babe, yeah. these things were happening. Then Herod, when he had privily called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the young child. And when you have found him, bring him, uh, bring me word again, and I may come and worship him also. Oh, boy. Liar. Yeah. yeah. I inserted that. But when they heard the king, they departed. And lo, the star. <laughs> None of this stuff is accidental. Nope. This is such a well-planned thing by God. It's amazing. 
It's, it's a wonder why you don't fall on your face right now and worship That's the Lord right. God. And it says, and lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they were coming to the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. By the way, that's what Christmas is all about. That's correct. It's not about roast turkey and dressing. I like roast turkey. It's not about ham and baked potatoes. It's it's not about the family getting all together and, and, and giving gifts. It's about the greatest gift that God ever gave to men. That's right. That's right. And they fell down and worshiped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts. That's right. What are you what are we presenting to Jesus today? Yeah. Have we given him us? Have we given our gifts that he's given to us back? That's right. Have we? Have we? We gotta answer that question. They presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. Folks, this was quite a treasure. Then something interesting, and I, and and again, uh, I get goosebumps when I read about this. And it says, and being warned of God in a dream, look at this. See how God works. He didn't have to tap him on the shoulder. At this time of history, he did. Yeah. And being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod. Don't go back there, guys. Yeah. Don't you go back there. Yeah. They departed into their own country another way. That's right. They were keeping themselves safe. Yep. They had, they had to go back to their country and say, we saw him. <clears throat> and not only were they keeping themselves safe, they were keeping Jesus, Jesus Christ, Christ safe. safe. It says, and when they were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph, again now, in a dream, saying, Arise and take the young child and his mother and flee unto Egypt. And be thou there till I bring thee word. For Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. Now, let me pause here for a moment. If there's one thing that the nasty, sinful, wicked world wants to do is destroy the greatest gift that God ever gave to man. Yeah, and we're living in the thick of that right now. In we? the thick of it. In the thick of it. That's right. You see more evidence of a war against Christ and Christianity than you've ever seen before. And you'll see, and, and it's going to get worse. It is going to get worse. And we, I want you to hark back to our podcast on these last days yep. that we talked about. And so anyway, so Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. Verse 14 in Matthew chapter 2. And when he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night, departed into Egypt, and was there until the death of Herod. 
that it might be fulfilled that which was spoken of the Lord <laughs> by the prophet, saying, <laughs> yep. Out of Egypt have I called my son. Yeah. Hosea chapter 11, verse 1. Then Herod, see that, this was all prophesied by God. And, and, and if you knew the Old Testament scripture, you should have been looking for the Lord Jesus Christ. Now we get to look back on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We had him a little bit easier than the, than the no, Jews did. Just a little. Yeah. So, uh, uh, and then in verse 16, then Herod, when he saw that he was mocked of the wise men, was exceeding wroth and sent forth and slew. Are you listening? This, this is troubling. And he slew all the children that were in Bethlehem and in all the coasts thereof from two years old and under, according to the time which he had diligently inquired of the wise men. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Well, I can't as bad imagine as that is. And what he had to have done was dispatched soldiers to do it by sword. Who in the world could you find that would do that, Curtis? Was the world a wicked world? Oh, I, I would Did say it so. need the Lord Jesus Christ? Oh, Does it need the Lord Jesus Christ today? Oh, boy. Yeah. More than ever. Verse 17 says, that, let's see, he, he killed all, all, all the kids, two years old and, and under. Then was fulfilled that which was spoken by the prophet, saying, in Ramah there were, was there a voice heard lamentation and weeping and great mourning. Rachel, weeping for her children, and would not be comforted because they are not. Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 15. Again, it's in the scriptures. The Jews had to know that this was prophesied. By the way, Matthew is the gospel written particularly to the Jews. Mark was written to the Romans, Luke to the Greeks, and John was written to all people. Okay, and it talked about, uh, okay, verse 18, they were, they were weeping and mourning. And verse 19 says, but when Herod was dead, you'd think there'd been rejoicing over that, wouldn't you? But when Herod was Maybe dead, <laughs> behold, of an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt. He was safe in Egypt and not in his own country. A prophet is not without honor except in his own country, the Bible says. <laughs> Saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, and go into the land of Israel, for they are dead which sought the young child's life. Joseph, I can't say enough about him. He believed God. He obeyed God. Yeah. Why don't we do that today? Huh. Huh. And he says, 
And he arose, took the young child and his mother, and came into the land of Israel. When they heard that Archelaus did reign in Judea in the room of his father Herod, oh boy, Herod's kin <laughs> took the crown. Uh, he was he was afraid to go hither, notwithstanding, being warned of God in a dream, he turned aside into the parts of Galilee. And when he came and dwelt in a city called Nazareth, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophets, he shall be called a Nazarene. We'll see that in Isaiah 11, verse 2. I think I'm finished with talking about the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ and what he went through as a kid. And and we very very little is said of his rest of his life until until, until his, his until last his three and a half years of his last three and a half years of his life. That's correct. His, his public ministry. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And Jesus, if you look there. at the calendars and read uh, the history, was probably about thirty half and a years thirty three and a half years old when he died. Yeah. There are a few mentions of his childhood. You know the. Uh, him teaching in the temple when he was what 12 years old 12 at 12 yeah yeah, yeah. uh being left behind at the marriage of Cain, or not the marriage of cana but a, at a at a wedding yeah uh, yeah. yeah yeah we yeah. see we see a lot of that we're, but this is christmas time and we're yeah. talking about his birth um i want to go to uh i want to go to john chapter one curtis John chapter 1, um, it does refer to the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, it doesn't use that term. Right. In John chapter 1, uh, do you have a favorite chapter in the Bible, Curtis? Do I have a favorite chapter? Yeah. I, you know, Psalm 119 is one of my very, oh, very me, favorites. me too. Psalm 23. Psalm 23. Lord is, is my shepherd, I shall yes. not want. Yeah. Psalm 119 probably and Romans chapter 8. That's the Holy Spirit chapter. Uh, what, 18 times in the book of, uh, and then yeah. chapter 8 of Romans talks yeah. about the Holy Spirit? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's actually 19, but one of them is not capitalized, but that's that's the Holy Spirit chapter. It talks about the love of God. I know it, and I, I love First John chapter 4, the, the last half of it, when the word love appears over 20 times. I think I counted it once, it was 24 or 27 times where the word love, and they called 1 Corinthians the love chapter. Yeah. But John chapter four, first John, excuse me, first John chapter four right. is, 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 I think, the love chapter. First Corinthians 13 talks about the principles of love. And first John chapter four talk, talks about the practices of love. Right. Yeah. So just so you. And well, why did you ask me about my favorite chapter? Because I'm in John chapter one. That's oh, one of my favorites. Oh, okay. <laughs> He knew that, folks. <laughs> and I love it because the Gospel of John begins the same way the book of Genesis begins. Same thing. In the beginning. Yeah. Now, all this stuff that we've talked about, the birth of Jesus, that was in God's mind from the beginning. Oh, I'm going to say the verse again, and I keep saying it every week. 
Acts 15, verse 18, it says, For known unto God are all his works from the beginning. And now in the Gospel of John, he says this, In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. Wait a minute. Is this talking about the Lord Jesus Christ? Well, the word is capitalized. Exactly. Three times. And we see that the word was with God. So he, the first God, it says in the beginning, beginning was the word and the word was with God. That's talking about the Lord Jesus Christ. And the was word with God. Was God. And then he was God. The same was in the beginning with God. Verse two. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, all things were made by him. Does that mean that God used Jesus Christ to create the worlds? Yes, that's exactly Because what when God, God spake the world into being, yeah. and God said, and God said, and God said, and God said, was this Jesus Christ yes. creating the world? Yes. Because John, uh, John's gospel says, um, and he was life and let's see all things were made by him and without him was not anything made was made yeah. how, and, how much clearer can it get it can't get much clearer he's the he's the he owns the title deed to it because he created he's the he's the inventor and it's patented yeah it belongs it belongs to, to him. him yeah oh well i gotta move along time gets when we're talking about this thing time gets away from me it does so I, Let's go back to the Gospel of John. John, John 1, 4 says, In him, that is in the word, was life. And the life was the light of men. That's why we sing, The light of the world is Jesus. Remember that hymn? And it says, The light shineth in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. How, he, how he was simple not that light, John the Baptist. Yeah, okay. But that, he was sent to bear witness of that that's light. That's what it says in verse 80. He was not that light, the one that, but he was sent to bear witness of that light. I'm sent to bear witness of that light. That's what we're <laughs> doing on this podcast. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. Really? Yeah. Look at Titus chapter 2, 11, where the grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared unto all men. Nobody has an excuse. He was the, in the world. The world was made by him, and the world knew him not. And he came unto his own, that's the Jews, and his own received him not. Who was it that said, let him be crucified? It was Jews. And if you're listening and you're a Jew, we're just telling what the Bible said. But understand this, this Jesus, whom the Jews crucified, died for you that's right he died for you he came to be a ransom for all gave his blood for everybody but as many as received him to them gave he the power to become the sons of god even to them that believe on his name and how simple is salvation curtis it is you trust in the lord jesus christ the prophecy concerning him his 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 birth, his death, his burial, his resurrection from the dead. If you believe that, that's all about Jesus. And that's why he came. 
as many as believed him, as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Why don't you do that today? If you have never believed and received Jesus Christ as your Savior, wow, we've told you some things that the Bible says about him. That My goodness, how could you not believe? <laughs> then it says this, To them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of flesh, not of the will of men, but of God. And he's talking here about the new birth. Ye must be born again. And then if, here's where the birth of Jesus Christ is mentioned. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the Father. He's the only virgin born ever. The only begotten of the Father. Full of grace and truth. I'm going to stop there, except to tell you, Jesus was born of a virgin. His father was God. His seed was planted in a virgin by the Holy Ghost, and the Trinity is all there. And he came that they might have life. And that they might have it more abundantly. And in our house, that's why we celebrate Christmas. Amen. Oh, we have family together. Oh, we give gifts to one another. Uh, but the one thing that we'll do in this house is we'll praise God that Jesus Christ was born of a virgin. Amen. And not only on Christmas Day, but every day. Every day is Christmas for us. Yeah. Now, it can be that for you, too. If you're, if you're already born again, look at Christmas this way, would you please? Yeah. And celebrate it every day. Yeah. Celebrate his birth. Get up in the morning and say, thank you, Lord. That's right. I, every day I climb in my car and get back safely, I say, thank you, Lord. <laughs> oh, traffic in my city is kind of screwy. But anyway, um, listen, you can have this confidence if you believe what we have just told you, and it's not us not that told you, told you, but what the Word of God has what told the Word you. of God says, yeah. yeah. And so, if you believe in it, believe this Bible, believe that Jesus Christ was born of a virgin, lived a perfect life, uh, was crucified on the cross to pay uh, the price for your sins, and He took His sins or your sins in His own body on the tree that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. And if you don't believe that, you'll never have the righteousness of God and you will spend eternity in hell. I'd like to see you in heaven. So would Curtis. Amen. Would you do that today? Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. It's that simple. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much again for your precious and holy word. We, team, we mean the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you that he was born and that he lived sinless life and that he died for us, became sin for us, 
and uh, took away our sins and redeemed us, bought us back out of the marketplace of sin. We thank you so much for that. We thank you. Now we thank you for this privilege that you've given to us to preach your precious and holy written word. And we, uh, we thank you for um, this, uh, uh, this device that you've given to us to get the word to the world as quickly as possible. Now, we thank you for these that have listened. Bless them, keep them, and convict those who have not believed today, would you? Save them. Give us fruit for our labor, and we'll give you the praise and glory for it in that wonderful, precious name of the virgin-born and my Savior, the Almighty God, Jesus Christ. Amen.